Welcome to my podcast, Wicked Wisdom, where I will break down complicated content about your nervous system, which is the control center of everything in your body. My intention is to get the most easily digestible version of science of how humans work and small actions that complement the information. If these subjects interest you, I encourage you to get out there and read more about it, as science is always developing. Understanding how your body works can help in the development of new habits. Healthy habits lead to a better self through reprogramming your nervous system. After all, if your brain thinks it's reaching its goals, it will tell your body it is, moving you towards your goals. Your perception is your truth, so join me on this journey to change that perception one step at a time. Episode number six, I will never be a morning person. In this episode, I will discuss a little about why it can be hard to wake up and go back to sleep and a couple of tricks of the trade that impact that. This is not an episode on better sleep, focus, or happiness. It's just a short episode to remind you, you can be a morning person. So let's get that started. So you think you're a night owl and can never be a morning person. Well, you're in luck. Humans are diurnal. They're active during the day and not naturally nocturnal. Have you ever traveled to a country at the equator? Most of them wake at the sunrise and settle for bed with the sunset. They get 12 hours of consistent day and night, rarely changing with the seasons. So why can't you wake up in the morning, no matter how hard you try? Maybe this will help. Our eyes, specifically the retina, are neural tissue connecting the eye to the brain. Even a completely blind person whose retina is still functioning will take in light information through the eyes to the brain. The eyes are the only window to the brain. I mean, it's literally the only piece of the brain's neural tissue that can see the light of day. Okay, I know, super cool, right? But why do you care? When morning blue and red lights start to light the sky, even on a cloudy or rainy day, our body through our eyelids, even if our eyes aren't open, will begin to release cortisol and dopamine to wake us up and serotonin to set your mood. As the day goes on, our cortisol levels slowly drop and melatonin slowly rises. Simple, right? Maybe 60 years ago. Today, however, some of us may never leave our house. If you're like me, I work from home. I can literally wake up, start working, make lunch, keep working, work out, keep working, make dinner, keep working, shower, put the TV on, scroll social media, and crawl into bed, still on a screen, and I go to bed. I see the sun outside, and the light comes into my house through filtered glass windows. In the summer, I'll feel even the heat of the sun. But we do not get enough light through our windows to appropriately release the right amount of hormones to fully wake us up and set our circadian rhythm. Those of us, especially who are on screens all day, are exposing our eyes, our brain, to screen-produced blue light in the afternoons and the evenings, when we're supposed to be seeing the light gradually disappearing out of the sky, thus 
gradually decreasing cortisol and increasing the release of our melatonin to sleep. So what do we do about it? Go outside. Go outside before the sun is high in the sky, usually around 10 or 11 a.m., preferably not long after you wake up, maybe within the first 45 minutes to an hour after you wake. Our windows in our car, in our houses, in our sunglasses, they filter out a majority of this natural light. You don't need to look at the sun when you go outside. Actually, don't look at the sun when you go outside. That's damaging. You just need your eyes exposed to the outdoor morning light. I'll stand in front of my window with a Lux reader, and it will read six Lux. Sun shining bright through the window, actually through my front door, that's a window. I can even feel the heat of the sun coming on. As soon as I open the door, that meter starts going crazy. The numbers start increasing. Step outside and the Lux meter immediately jumps to hundreds just by opening the glass door and stepping outside. So outside on a sunny day, three to five minutes, that's it. Go out there, take a deep breath, get some air, meditate if you meditate. On a cloudy day, it takes a little bit longer for sure. If it's a really overcast, hardcore cloudy day, it could take up to 20 minutes. Not asking you to go outside every day for 20 minutes, but just get it started. I just downloaded a free Lux light meter app on my cell phone. I have no affiliation to any of the Lux light meters. It's just a tool that reminds me that the filtered light is on the inside of a window. I also like to use it to prove my point to friends and family on how successful our windows are at protecting us from all of that light that we do still need. Through a window, the lux is just too low and it's not enough for you to really aggressively set the start of your day. So give it a try. Go outside every day for a week or if you've listened to my prior podcasts, just figure out how many days a week you want to go outside and try and get that habit started. You just need to be out there. Just try it three to five minutes. Even if you're exposing yourself to screens at night, you should still notice your body starting to awake and adjust better to just waking up a little bit easier and more consistently. Again, don't look straight at the sun. Just going outside is enough. And regular vision glasses, those aren't like our windows in our house and our car. They don't block the lux the way a window does. Exposure of natural light, natural bright light, really has a profound impact on us in so many ways to include cognitive function, meaning your thinking, your processing. It impacts your mood, your happiness. It gives you more energy and in some ways also actually impacts your metabolism. I'm not saying staying out there three days a week is going to change your metabolism, but it's all a collective whole that we're always trying to improve. In regards to blue light glasses, I'm not an expert. I don't claim to be an expert on any of this. And there are many schools of thought around them. And I'm not about to tell you to stop using them. For some people, they swear to me that it helps with eye strain and their overall cognitive status. That might be accurate as the blue light from our screens is not natural. There's another school of thought that if you're on screens all day, that you only use them later in the day so that your brain is not reading a steady stream of blue light all day 
interfering with that circadian rhythm and the hormone dance done to wake and rest your body. And just to close it up, a little fun note to end this, not only does the sun impact our circadian rhythm, but it really impacts all creatures. You ever wonder how animals know to migrate, hibernate, how their fur just spontaneously changes in color and thickness or feathers? especially if it's been unusually warm or unusually cold. Although there are a lot of factors that come into play, one of them has to do with this same thing, how much daylight exists. Up here in New England, the longer days mean brown, lighter coats and waking up out of hibernation, while the progression to shorter days leads to migration south, lighter colored coats, and thicker, warmer coats. Those little bits of brain nerves at the back of the eye are feeding information to the brain, whether the eyelids are open or closed. And in these hibernating animals, it is one of the many pieces that piece together to create the whole migration, coat changing, um, mating season. Um, So fun little interesting thought. Always do a little bit more research if you want to dig in deeper on all the rest of those impacts on how people or not people, how animals migrate and know when to change their their fur coat and things to that effect. Thank you so much for listening. If this subject interests you, I encourage you to get out there and learn more about it. Knowing more only helps us grow and succeed and knowledge will drive success. You can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at Get Wicked Wisdom, and check out my website at getwickedwisdom.com. As a reminder, the primary purpose of Wicked Wisdom is to inform and educate. This podcast is not providing any medical advice, treatment, or services, the practice of medicine, or professional health provider-to-patient relationship. Listeners acknowledge that they are not being provided professional advice from this podcast and should always consult their doctors when it comes to personal health. Have a great day.